source for all things strange, the unexplainable, the infamous, and the mysterious. Here are your hosts, Jordan and Ryan. Hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Creepy Campfire Podcast. Uh, today, we have not a new guest, but still a very special guest, my wife, Cassandra. Hi, guys. Hold on. Cassandra, your episode was just so popular, we had to bring you back for some more. And I'm thinking we might make it, maybe not a permanent thing, but just a little bit more of a frequent thing. Cool. So Glad to be here. Maybe maybe work in a couple extra segments and, and see how that goes, everything like that. We still gotta do some uh, some guest appearances at some point, too. Yeah, we gotta work those in for sure. We'll get them in, we'll get them in. Um, we're not on the ground. I know, it's like, where I feel like we're feel like... Not, we're not like in the fledgling phase, but we're yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot going on in life, so I know. It was oh like, yeah. yeah. There is a lot going it's a busy, on in life. It's a busy year. What's what's keeping? Why? You? Why, George? Yes. It's a busy uh, year. It's been a very quick year. Uh, well, planning a wedding in February. It's been a quick year. Wait, it's, oh my god. Well, no, no, no. I just mean I mean like 2019 so far, but yeah, 2019 so far too. But this whole last year has been. 2018 was very quick. When are you getting married? We get married October sixth. What, what? 2019. Gonna do a little little vineyard wedding. It's gonna be so cute. A little vineyard wedding? Yeah. It's gonna be nice. On your ass. You guys are invited. Not, pivotal. Not, slash, slash, like, very pivotal and important <laughs> to the whole success of everything. Just just us guys, not not you listeners. Oh, no, no, no. Not everybody else. Jordan doesn't have that kind of budget. No, no, no. Sorry. Not it's that you're small. all not loved. You are all important to me, but I, right now, these two. Maybe a telecast, but no, no plates <laughs> will be saved. We'll see. Yeah. If Facebook anything. Live. <laughs> I think they should probably meet your bride prior to them being invited to the wedding. Yeah. True. To I'd tie be cool in, to have Cassie on here. Yes, yeah. to tie in guest speakers and. If we do anything, that's is Cassie, guys. Just yes. Yeah. So I guess it's kind of confusing. I am Cassandra. I am yes. Ryan's wife. And my sister. And Jordan's sister, and Cassie. Is Jordan's fiance. fiance soon to be? Do you like move your neck when you say fiance? I, I find myself like doing the sassy kind of thing. Yeah, sometimes. I don't yeah, know. I guess you I just kind of move work. your neck in general when you say anything out of your normal. With a little cadence. bit. Of, yeah, I guess. I guess so. You got some swag. <laughs> no, it's more. Swag. I mean, I guess we can call it that, but <laughs> we'll go with it. It's better than calling it sass. I mean, well, she has sass. She does. I guess maybe that's where I'm picking it up from. I don't know. I don't know. You got all sisters. You picked up on that sass by true yourself. That's Yeah, yeah. All two of us. You're welcome. All two of you. Yeah. <laughs> Middle child is the best. No. Like, <laughs> by four months. By four months. That's a lot of history. Anyway. <laughs> Crazy, so, real quick. Wait, wait. Wait. They need to know. Hold up. Real quick. We knew each other before your brother and sister. Oh, that's true. Real weird. Oh, yeah. That's a story. That's a story. Maybe for another day. Maybe. Sorry for another. <laughs> the Cassandra Chronicles. The Cassandra Chronicles. Hey. What, uh, wait, we get into this? Well, we will in just a second, but, uh, something I forgot that I wanted to throw in at the beginning, um, is got a update from Apple, and apparently it is so easy to subscribe to podcasts now that all you have to do is, if you have an iOS device, mm-hmm. you just have to say, hey Siri, subscribe to this podcast. That's oh. cool. And so. Sorry. I couldn't find a relevant podcast to subscribe you to. We're relevant. Well, I think you have to specify. That's hurtful. I oh. think you have to specify the one that you want. <laughs> yes, but all you got to do is say it now. So come on, guys. That's if like you're saying. enjoying, just just subscribe. That way you don't miss out on any content. Wait a second. Wait a second. I want to try it. I want to see if, if Google does it. Okay, Google. Subscribe to Creepy Campfire Podcast. Okay, Google. Google just knows it's time to record and... Let it be known that the phone will not even light up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Google. The phone was lit up manually and will still not respond. Um, Don't be dissing my Android right now. I'm not dissing. (laughs) I'm just giving a play-by-play because they can't see you. It's okay, Google, right? That's the voice command, I think? Hey, Google. Hey, Google. Okay, Google. (laughs) Google? You, well, you anyway. Are, are right now. Okay, cool. But you know you can do it super easy, you say. 
Yeah, now it's super easy. That's all you got to do. Is that only with the iOS, though? That's only with iOS as far as I know. I I got an email from Apple for the pod saying, hey. So figured we'd throw it out there, let everybody know that it just got even easier to listen to your favorite creepy campfire (laughs) stories. Are all of the episodes really explicit? I mark them as that just because every now and then Jordan will say something or... I got a potty mouth. Or, like, and, and... I don't know. Like, parents might not want their kids listening to some of the topics. That's fair. I guess you're talking about, like, topics that need further discussion. Exactly. I'm not trying to put nobody in a a weird position with their kids, so... Funk it up. Yeah. Yeah. So I figure it's just better safe than sorry. Why not? I was like, wow, I didn't realize. Okay. I find that when I see stuff that's marked explicit, though, I'm more tempted to listen to it. Well, right, it's intriguing. You're like, what got said? Why is that? Why is that? Well, and you're not even said anything bad. Like, I think shit is the worst thing you've dropped. Yeah. So. No. I haven't, no, I have, I, I think I threw an F and then we, we got rid of it. I think we cut it. Jordan is a frequent father. I am a frequent, frequent F and, but we're explicit for a reason. Yeah. Because we're interesting. Adults! There we go. Explicit because we're interesting. I like it. (laughs) Alright, with that out of the way, now I think we'll jump in to our topic today. And I chose a conspiracy theory because I like conspiracy theories, but we don't talk about them too much because you don't want to be that guy that thinks everything's out to get him. This podcast is all about being that guy. I love conspiracy theories. Well, yeah, but we just try to mix it up. Because, you know, that way it keeps it a little fresher. You know, a UFO encounter here, Bigfoot there, government's trying to get you there. I was looking at conspiracy theories for, like, my next topic, and Mm -hmm. that's where I was, I like, immediately thought, like, oh, no. Well, I did one already, and then you're doing one now, and I like that we kind of, it ends up being that you kind of have a topic, and then I kind of do one of them Mm -hmm. in the same vein, and then you... Yeah. Like, like then the missing persons or something like that. Mm-hmm. We do a good job of mixing it, mix up. it up. But think so. about it, though. We're on our 13th, if you count the special episode. Uh-huh. And that was like our third one. Conspiracy theory? Yeah. So we're... And I think we're getting better special. with every show. I think it's just getting smoother. It's just getting easier. Say so. so. Thank you for growing with us. Yes. Could not be done without your guys' support. We really appreciate it. Yeah, for real. But the topic today is the conspiracy of the Denver airport. Denver airport, you say? Yes, the Denver airport. <laughs> what is conspiracy? What is the word conspiracies? Why, why is... What is the what What word? is so conspiratable? What is, How do you say that? Like, <laughs> um, what, um, what has been conspired? No. Uh, Conspi- no, that doesn't sound... No, that doesn't conspired sound right. Anyway, how could there be a conspiracy theory <laughs> what about What conspiracy theories about an airport, you ask? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I have them for you. Number one. Is this a bullet list? Yeah, just a kind of a quick one. <laughs> so, there's theories that it is the headquarters of the Illuminati, that is a fallout bunker for world leaders, that... Reptilians are hiding down there. That the art is cursed that resides in the Denver airport. And that it was created by the New World Order. Alright. What makes Denver so important? Hmm. I don't think it's necessarily Denver itself. Maybe that's the thing. Like, there's nothing super notable. Nobody would expect Denver. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, let's just get down there. So let's, before we we dig too deep in each of the theories, let's go and just give a little overview of the airport. Because I don't know about you, I've never been to Denver Airport, so I have no idea of the building itself. I have, I have not. not. Been. I have a coworker who has been, and she said that place is weird. And we're going to talk about why it's weird. So, Trust me. So the Denver Airport is huge. And when I mean huge, yeah. When I say huge, I mean huge. It is 52.4 square miles. 52 miles? Can you, like... It's the size of Manhattan. Or, wait, hold on. What? No, it's larger than that. It's one and a half times the size of Manhattan. Can we... One airport. I've not been there. 
Denver itself? No. No, no, no. No, no. Denver itself is 155 square miles. So this airport takes up half is of a it. third of the size of the size of the city. That's not good math. So it's it a is, big airport. Yes. So it is referred to as the DIA because it's actually the Denver International Airport. I have a question. Yes. How big is the Sacramento airport? Like, what's the average airport size? How many square feet? <laughs> feet, feet. Wait, what did Close. I say? Feeders, feet, feeders. My feeders. How many square feeters? <laughs> no, it should be square, square feet. feet. When you're talking about like properties. When, yeah, when you talk about land mass, it'll be square feet. Yeah. How many parcels of land is that on? <laughs> How many hectares? Yeah, <laughs> hectares. What? <laughs> I would hope it wouldn't. Well, I mean, that might be a hectare if it's that big. Sectors are huge. It's like it's like six like acres, acres right? right? Yeah, I think so. Two hundred and seventy-five thousand square. It's a big one. It's a big. <laughs> I was told not to ask questions until all the statistics are revealed. Hold your well, questions just, if, to the if end. If you please? stop every single point, just let me. I got questions. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the recap half notes are for. No, we don't even have those. We don't have those yet. Alright. So They're the, both getting dirty looks in case you were wondering. We're getting some real side eye right now. So the Denver International Airport covers 33,531 acres or 52.4 square miles. A lot of space. One and a half times the size of Manhattan. It's the largest airport in North America by total land area and the second largest in the world. So there's some perspective in comparison to other ones. Second largest airport in the world? In the world. Oh, wow. Largest in North America. <clears throat> okay. Why? That's just what they decided they needed. Because the New Order wanted to build underneath it? Those reptilians. Yeah. Yeah, needed plenty of space. That's actually, it kind of goes into that a little bit. <laughs> um, it's the biggest employer in Colorado. Okay. I believe that. Yeah. Makes sense. So lots of people working there, very important. Um, so the airport also cost a pretty penny too. It costed well, four point eight so. billion dollars, and it was two billion dollars over budget. Like, how do you go two billion dollars over budget? You're the Illuminati. So, for the biggest airport in the in North America, mm -hmm. you said four point eight total. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised it's not more. I mean. Well, it's an airport. Like, you don't buy the planes and crap. Like, no, it's no, no, just I know, the land like... and the terminals. Well, and there's a funny thing about the land, too. So the True. land that they got for the airport actually didn't originally, it wasn't originally Denver. They annexed it from the neighboring Adams County. Um, but it, was, it wasn't like they just came in and took it. It was voted on and approved by both counties. Um, and the proposal was brought up by the Colorado General Assembly. So but they, I think it was funny that they annexed land just for the airport. They rewrote line, like, like uh, county lines just because, just to mm -hmm. make that. Just to make the airport. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and they, the thing is, they had already had an airport. So it wasn't like they didn't have one and they were creating one to, to facilitate needs. Um, there was also an airport that was already in use called Stapleton International Airport. Uh, this one was a little bit closer into town. Um, it served from 1929 to 1995. Had a good run. Yeah. But it wasn't big enough, so they had to overcompensate. Yes, that's kind of the argument for it, but then some people say that it was accommodating things just fine. Um, I've learned a lot researching this airport, because before I just watched watched a lot of videos about things of why this is conspiracy what do we agree on conspired against <laughs> yeah as much as uh as it is um and i just learned a lot to to the contrary but there's still some weird things about it so they already had the stapleton international airport uh, a lot of people argue there was no need to create this airport because there already was an airport mm -hmm. but there were a number of accidents that occurred at this airport um, a couple resulting in deaths. Um, at Stapleton? Or? At Stapleton. Okay. And on top of that, there were already a plethora of noise complaints that were reaching the city because of how close the vicinity, how close of, of a vicinity it was um, 
to downtown Denver. So I feel I, like that's their fault. Yeah. I was well, say, I that, that like, you know where you moved to. Well, and but that's I, what I think lends a little credence to the new airport being made. It's because there's already some problems. Might not have been as efficient as it needed to be. Uh, was already causing some issues with the city. So they're like, okay, let's just push it a little bit farther out of town and we'll build a brand new one. Make it up to date. This one was built in 1929. I'm sure it was updated as much as it could possibly be, but every now and then you just got to start from the ground up. So they did with $4.8 billion. Wait, wait, what year? 1995 is when this one closed, Stapleton. Okay, so they spent 4.8 on it. They, they built this one in, in 1995? The Denver airport itself? Because I'm like wondering, I was, that's why I was trying to put it into perspective how much it cost in, in that in that time. In that time. Because mm-hmm. it feels like every year that, like the terminology of like, it's, it's just getting like... Skewed and skewed and skewed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, five billion here or whatever. I mean, it's, that's really yeah. not that bad. Yeah, right? Wow. In 1995, it finally replaced Stapleton. Okay. February 28th of 1995. There were many, many, many delays. Um, They originally wanted to open it um, in 1993, but it just kept getting pushed back. 93 or 83? 93. So it just kept getting pushed back, and I'm I'm sure that's where these $2 billion in overages came. There's just a lot with this airport. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of construction, then. Yeah. So. Do we know, like... Does the airport have special things in it? Like, does it is there like a theater in it, or is it strictly like normal airport stuff? Um, the only thing I know of that's special in it is it had a special baggage transportation area um, to like like underground, very large bag baggage handling system that was supposed to be kind of state of the art um, and kind of change how. Your baggage would travel and everything like that make it a lot simpler i feel um, like the largest airport in the u.s that. would have to right but the thing is is this thing never works how oh. much also that leads me to ask like how much traffic does denver actually get like compared to say like lax i don't, I don't know because like why is it necessary for it to have all of these features if it's not used to like its like capacity, like why make such an efficient space for no reason? Mm-hmm. I don't know the tra- how much traffic it gets, but that partly plays into like what's the need for? I mean, so like if the, if that space isn't being utilized to the maximum potential, like why? Like what are the reasons? Could yeah, be? which is part of what will play into. I'm assuming that question. I don't need answers cons- to all conspiracy. my questions. So there's a large underground area with this airport, like a massive, and that's where a lot of the questions of, is it a fallout shelter? Is there a base down there for some secret organization? Um, different things like that. That's where all of that comes from. Yeah. The airport um, uses the explanation of it's for the baggage system um, and various other things, storage, but the on, on blueprints discovered that the underground area of the of the facility is five times larger than the above ground. What? Yeah. So why would you need that much space for storage when it's that much larger than above ground? So wait, the underground area is said to be five times bigger than the biggest airport in, in the North US? America. That's yeah. crazy. But is that included? Is the square footage of the underground? square mileage because they don't measure airports by footage is that included in the total it's well it's not included in the the square miles the initial um so it's just like the square us. mileage is just like that's just the land, land mass yeah and that does include like blank open land that's not used for anything it's, yeah yeah crash zones but yeah like mm-hmm. okay that makes sense so like mm-hmm. The underground is within that capacity, is my point. So, like... Yes. Because they have a tunnel going all the way from there to uh, Area 52. 
Well, there's also questions of that too. Some, so let me get, let's go into each one of these individually and we'll work our way from there. So we'll start with the headquarters of the Illuminati. Real quick. Oh, <laughs> you might have the same question. Tell me what's the Illuminati. I really don't, I really don't know that much about it. I know it's supposed to be like this huge secret government organization or whatever. But it's ran by Jay-Z and Beyonce. Oh, King and Queen Bee? Not really. I know. But that is like a legit... You could do like a mini-series just on the Illuminati. Illuminati. Oh, yeah. there's so much with it. And honestly... I looked up conspiracy theories and that was number one. Uh, yeah, there's so much with the Illuminati. That's why I haven't wanted to do it. I almost don't even want to touch it. That's, yeah. And because there is so much with it, like I'm sure there's some weight to it, but it's so all-encompassing. I don't know if I have the energy for that. You could just go in a lot of different directions. Mm -hmm. I think the simple answer is it's a not-so-secret-secret secret government society. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure you could literally like claim that they mm -hmm. eat children or something like that. You, <laughs> you could say that they do whatever, and you're and like, oh, the Illuminati? I don't doubt it. <laughs> according, to, <laughs> according to Wikipedia, the Illuminati is a name given to several groups. Um, historically, though, the name... So it's a problem. Refers to a Bavarian Illuminati, an Enlightenment era secret society founded on the first of May, seventeen seventy six. Bavarian is where that originated. Yes, Bavarian. Hmm. The same place that makes the Bavarian cream donut. I am aware. I don't think they made the donut. They made the cream. No. <laughs> I just think that's funny. Those are like the only two things I've ever heard associated with Bavaria, specifically. But I think it's interesting. That it was made. 1776. But officially... Why is 1776 yeah. significant, Ryan? For all of our listeners not in America, that is when the Constitution was formed. Oh. What's on our dollar bill? Damn, it's been a long time since <laughs> I've been in a history class. All right, all right, all right. Illuminati, it gets its own episode another time. That's what the whole eye in the pyramid <laughs> thing is. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We're Watch. off of that now. <laughs> But the official, so there is a documented Illuminati society that did form then, and supposedly it also disbanded. I uh, probably because the real Illuminati <laughs> made them. Well, what a lot of people say is the Illuminati that it exists now is is a different variation of that Illuminati. Like they took principles from it, but it's different. We could talk about it for core a principles. Time. Yeah. So why is it rumored that that's their home base? Because I'm going to show you a very interesting plaque that Pictures. resides in the airport. All right. And I, I want you two to describe it to our audience for us. Why does that remind me of like old pirate stuff too? Well, Illuminati took from a lot of like the Mason type thing to make it look up. Anyway, we can what, really get into it if you really what is, want. So like probably like you know what yeah. is what is on there? Okay, it looks like. A protractor. It does. With. Okay. Oh, okay. That, March 19th, 1994. That protractor with the G is the Masons. Yeah. That's okay. the Freemasons. That was a big thing in uh, Parody. Parody Days, right? Parody Pirate Days? Parody. <laughs> <laughs> no, Freemasons. I remember, I remember the name. I can't recall what. Anyway, there's a Freemason symbol. And it's dated, the biggest thing on there underneath the symbol is March 19th, 90, 1994. And it says, New World Airport Commission contributors. New World. Hmm. Martin Marietta Aeronautics. New World Airport Dedication Commission. Dedication Caps... Oh, okay. So oh, read that part. Dedication Capstone laid by the Freemasons on March 19th, 1994. And it's carved in marble. Yeah, that's a time capsule it's pretty. that's supposed to be opened. So that time capsule is supposed to be opened in 2094. It's just a big stone slab um, time capsule. So like you remove that top cover that has the Mason symbol and the New World Air Commission off of it. Now the interesting thing is if you go to look up the New World Air Commission, it doesn't exist. Huh. So... That's where things get drawn from with the Illuminati and New World Order is New World Air Commission that no pops up on no radar. And it's supposed so this is a dedication plaque, so they helped fund the airport. Mm -hmm. So they're like, okay, 
where so they went two million they went two billion dollars over budgets like where did that money come from Illuminati's supposed to have a lot of money we have this weird and the Masons often get tied in with the Illuminati not that I think that they're the same I think they're just both groups that people don't understand a lot about so that's why they get lumped together but when you have the Masons and something that's a New World Air Commission that doesn't pop up on any list, it's a little sketchy. I forget, is Freemasonry, so is that supposed to be like another like a secret society or like uh, like more um, anarchistic? or, or... It's, it's another secret society. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so that's weird. New World's Air Commission? Mm-hmm. You, like, you, like, literally that's nowhere? No. Like there's yeah. no mention? Nope. Nothing. Nothing registered for that. Huh. So now we're gonna talk about the art in the airport. Okay. Jordan, go ahead and open that email up and take and you and Cassandra take a look at the pictures real quick. Yeah, pictures. Uh, art or statues? Art. art first. Okay. 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 What do we got here? Let's see if we can make this bigger. At first glance, this looks like the Last Supper. It definitely does. Jesus is a dying Mexican. There's a dying, there's like a dead leopard on the table. A little buffalo poking his head out of something in the corner. All these trees on fire in the but background. there's a phoenix. Phoenix. Mary. Wait, there's, there's words on that little, there's, a, there's words on that thing that's on the phoenix. I can't zoom in close enough to read that though. Let me see, let me see. Yeah, it kind of blurs out. Yeah. yeah. Nope, that's not I wonder what that says though. But for everyone in in the audience, I'm going to post these up so you guys can take a look at them too. Or if you just give a quick Google search of Denver Airport murals, you'll see. But in the background, there's a forest on fire. There's a dead jaguar. Um, there what are is it? jaguar. There are uh, three dead. Let me see. Well, it's supposed to be like a dead tortoise on the left too, huh? Yeah. Yes. There's a dead dead turtle. There's three dead. People in coffins, and then there's a bunch of children oh above them. So it's very gruesome and dark. Dark, yeah. Very brightly colored, though. Yeah. But don't worry, the whale is jumping out of the ocean in the left corner. Kind of looks like he's jumping into the fire. He's getting real close to those flames, though. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> so this isn't an airport. <clears throat> is like to the this middle? day. Oh, that is a coffin. Look at that at the end. Is that Mary? It looks like it's no. supposed to be. No, Mary. it's a Mesoamerican. Oh, okay. I'll read. I'll read a little bit about the artist at the end. I just want you guys to get the reaction of the. Cool. Okay, next piece. So next this you'd like this. You put this on a T-shirt. I would. Well, what makes you say that? Look at the thing, the green thing. I see him. Yeah. I would hope you exactly wouldn't put exactly like a... something you'd put on a T-shirt. Why is that? That's like a Nazi. It figure. looks like a Nazi thing. <laughs> okay, your black Dahlia T-shirt. With the. With the chick? With the, the chick? The, smoking a cigarette? Yeah, but that... It is the same... Anyway, I'm not gonna... She doesn't have like a big swastika on her. Well, neither does he... Oh, does he? I don't know, maybe. No, you're making him evil. He could be rescuing the poor dead souls. This dude does not look good. No. He's in a big green... He looks like a ghost, first of all. He's carrying Arch. a big AK-47 and a centaur. Okay, how am I accepting... Sword. How am I accepting the darkness and you're rejecting it? Because as much as I like to claim that I am all, you know, into whatever German heritage I may have, uh, I don't like that side of it. Well, I don't well, think he looks like a Nazi. He looks like a soldier. He looks like a like a demonic skeleton-ish toy soldier. Well, that's that's a gas mask that's over the front of his face. That's what makes me think of it. I don't know why. And and, the, and the uniform is supposed to be kind of reminiscent to to German soldiers during the Nazi and, era. But this is intriguing to me. This whole road behind him of like looks like distraught, weeping, maybe dying people. So dilapidated buildings. Yeah, we still we've got buildings on fire. There's a long row of crying people. Kids hugging a kid hugging a bear at the bottom, and other babies. I don't know. Well, they're like he's. Oh, that's a sword. I thought it was like he was holding them in like a satchel. Oh yeah, that would make thing. a lot more sense of why you would think he was <laughs> kind of a rescuer then, if you thought he was holding them in a satchel. Yeah, and like dragging them out of sorrow. Oh. I can see that. Yeah. But that's that's a sword. So okay, so like on to number beast, three. So on to like number Beatles three. Beatles poster. It does kind of. 
He died. He did die. Oh, this one carries over. And all the minority groups lived a happy life. Because look, there's your Jews. Oh, then dude, that's definitely what that was depicting. That's like what that guy was supposed to be. Yeah. So now, this coming from outtherecolorado.com. Um, I'll read a little bit about the artwork and what the author had to say. Or the author, what the artist had to say about this. So, the artist was trying to tell a story with these. So, a lot of people are like, this is weird. You have a Illuminati-ish plaque at the beginning of the airport. Then you're going through and you're seeing murals of death and Nazi-era stuff. So, it's like kind of building a case for him. But what the artist claims is that he was trying to tell a story of we're ruining the earth in the first picture with deforestation and things like that. That's why the trees are burning. Mm-hmm. Uh, causing problems for ourselves, which is why people are in caskets. Um, war, which is supposed to be represented by the German-ish soldier. Um, and then the final piece is supposed to, I don't know if you can see, but it, there's um, a couple people, actually there's a lot of them that have swords wrapped up in their flags. So it's supposed to be everyone like surrendering their weapons. Oh. Let's say something friendship and peace has Alf- Alafia. The, oh, there's some different language. Mm-hmm. Languages on here. Okay. And the artist's name is Leo Tanguma. Leo hope, Tanguma. I hope I got that right. Um, I think the I still think this art's weird to have in an airport before you're about to get on a plane. I don't want to think about anything on fire. Um, well, it I, seems like it's, make, it's supposed to be making making more of a statement, and I'm like, what? Right, and I think the art gets portrayed a little poorly. Um, I think you see the German soldier with an AK and a sword. I should stop saying German, because we don't know that for sure. The soldier with the AK and the sword, um, and that's all you usually see if you go online to read articles. Mm-hmm. Um but when you get the whole picture, you hear from the artist on what he was actually trying to do. It makes a little more sense to me. Yeah. Um, but there's more weird art where that comes from. And a little fact about these specific murals that have been there, I believe, since the opening of the airport. On June 8th of 2018, uh, these pieces were removed to a climate-controlled artwork storage facility. They're scheduled to return in 2021. And this is according to the local Channel 9 NBC News. They're going to bring him back? Do we know yeah. why they're leaving? Um, I'm not sure at the time. I believe they're putting other pieces up. But I don't know why you would have to remove them to start with. Wait, wait, wait. Where did you say that they're putting them? In a climate-controlled storage facility. There is. So now we're going to go into a little bit of stonework and statues. The first one... I'm just going to show you here off of my phone. Okay. It's it's a cart that's carved and it has the symbols, or it has the letters A-U-A-G. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to look like a mining cart. Now, I think pretty easily you could, you'd be able to tell, like, it's supposed to represent gold and silver, because those are the periodic Yeah, I couldn't remember silver, but I was like, it's gold, right? Yeah, yeah, so that's the periodic table abbreviations for gold and silver. And Colorado is known for mining, so it's it makes sense that they would throw that in there. But when you have big stonemason tab, the tablet in the front, and you have other stonework, it gets a little... You have to question a little bit. And also, someone found that there is a strand of... Oh, what is it? Hold on. There's a strand of a disease that has that abbreviation. I can't find it. So it turns out that there is a strand, I believe, of hepatitis or something like along those lines um, that is deadly that also has the abbreviations AUAG. So some people think they were just trying to slip that in there to go along with the death murals. Huh. Okay. But me personally, I think it's just a mining cart with gold and silver on it. Yeah, I feel like it's as outright as the murals are they wouldn't be like we gotta be hidden about death mm-hmm. now yeah yeah kind of putting it in your face with that one 
So now that's it for paintings. Let's go into like the statues. Um, Jordan, pull up the statues and take a look at them. Got them here. That horse one's looking real cool. The horse one gets gets a cool story in its own. <laughs> Cassandra, why don't you tell us about Jordan's history with horse go, statues? There we go. I was, everybody's been 21 once. <laughs> On Jordan's 21st birthday. Okay, well, first of all, in front of our major grocery stores, two of the most popular ones around, there is a steel, like, welded giant horse and then a giant welded chicken at another store. There's a rooster. It's a rooster, yeah. Okay. On Jordan's 21st birthday, he decided that he was going to ride the giant steel metal horse outside. And he got injured. We'll say this was after a majority of the drinking. I think there's a little bit post, but most of it was pre. And, uh, I ended up falling off of it. But hey, no hangover. Hey. Anyway, steel horses uh, do not mesh with um, khaki pants. No, I think it's worthwhile to post a picture of the horse. Do you still have one? So people can understand. No, I don't have the picture of you. Cassie has the picture of you. Oh, that that might have to get dug up. I think Leah has the picture. I'll have her send it to Cassie. It's on the medias. Yeah. Anyway, those sculptures are not in the Denver airport, but what is... Hmm. Is a demon packed in a suitcase? Well, that is a suitcase. He's sticking his tongue out at you. Mm. But he also looks bored. A little bit. He does look a little bit bored. For a second, I thought he was like holding his face away from his body, like if it was, oh. like, as if it was two separate things. He's got a neck. Yeah, but yeah, he's got I didn't a see the neck underneath. He could be a gargoyle and not a demon. Well, yeah, that's what he's supposed to be as a gargoyle for the airport. Oh. Kind of makes sense, like lost luggage and he's in a suitcase. But it's still still a little creepy. It's a little creepy that's guy. That's why he's bored. Okay. And then we'll say, go ahead and tell him about the horse. But Demonic horse with glowing red eyeballs and a veiny ribcage. When I'm 42, I'll climb it. <laughs> <laughs> How many Guinnesses would that take? Oh... Not very many. <laughs> oh. I like to climb things anyways. I have a penchant for climbing. What are those things called? Uh, like a... It's Egyptian, but there's a specific... So this is, that a last Sphinx, one is a statue of Anubis. Thank you. Anubis. The statue... Uh, or, not the statue. Anubis was the god representation... Or not god representation. Anubis was the god of the dead and embalming for Egypt. So we have a demon in a suitcase... We have the god of the dead for Egypt at this airport. And then finally we have this demon blue horse, which I'm going to go a little bit more in depth on. Horse from hell? Horse from hell indeed, because the locals call him Blucifer. Really? Oh. Yeah. Such a cool name for a horse. So check out, check out Blucifer's past. So Blucifer is a cast fiberglass sculpture of a Mustang at Denver International Airport. He is colored bright blue with illuminated glowing red eyes. It is notable both for its striking appearance and for having killed its creator, Luis Jimenez. Yes, killed its creator. When a section of it fell off at the studio. The Blue Mustang was one of the earliest public art commissions for Denver Airport in 1993. The sculpture was based on an eight-foot sculpture on display at the University of Oklahoma. Standing 32 feet tall and weighing 9,000 pounds, or 4,100 kilograms, for our overseas listeners, including its steel armature, Blue Mustang is located in the median of Pena Boulevard. Jimenez was killed in 2006 at the age of 65 while creating the sculpture when its head fell on him and severed an artery in his leg. At the time of his death, he had completed painting the head of the Mustang, The sculpture was completed with the help of the artist's staff, family, and professional race car painters. Upon completion, the sculpture was sent to California for assembly and then shipped to Denver. Oh, now it's touched down here? It's bad news. Yeah. It it saw a brief stay in our home state. But it killed its creator. I wonder if that's why it's vain, because it severed an artery. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I like that. This is why we have her on. (laughs) 
My face is grossed out. I don't do veins. Or blood. Mm, varicose. <laughs> varicose. Uh, noticeable. A noticeable twinge from you. Ugh. Varicose veins. The blue oh. popping out. They're also called spider veins. Gotcha. Yeah. Learn something new every day on the Creepy Campfire Podcast. Right. So we've got weird art. We got murderous horse statues. <laughs> we have time capsules left by the Freemasons and possibly the New World Order. We have a huge underground network of something claiming to be baggage and storage from the airport. That very well could be baggage and storage. Very well could be. I'm going to go in a little bit more depth on that in just a moment. But because the area is so large, um, some people have also suggested that it is a bunker, a fallout bunker, for for world leaders to come and escape and should the nuclear holocaust ever happen. Just or some people even go as far as to say that there's an underground road that goes from there to Washington, D.C. Huh. No. <laughs> a little hard to conceive. There's a little, that's a lot to travel. Legitimately cross country. I don't... Even with it going two $2 billion over budget, I still don't think that's enough money to create an underground road from Denver to D.C. You guys, there's a bullet train down there. It gets there in 20 minutes. <laughs> You'd, like, not have a face. <laughs> I think... So with the underground networks, um, they're actually starting to do tours now oh. under there to show. Um, and the airport is actually starting... They're, they're having a little fun with it. Um, they're doing some re- reconstruction and remodeling, and they're posting, they're putting up posters about it, apologizing for the reconstruction. And I think you guys um, should take a look. So while you guys are taking a look at these pictures, I think I'm going to give a little summary. So there's four that have been put up. Uh, there's one that says construction or cover-up, and you've got a hard hat with the Illuminati triangle on the front of it. Okay, it's coming. And then there's another poster that says, What are we doing? Revamping the underground reptilian lair? And then there's a picture of a woman photoshopped with reptile head and arms. And then you have a poster of the blue Mustang that says, Are we creating the world's greatest airport? We're preparing for the end of the world. Or preparing for the end of the world. But I think it's great that the airport's having fun with it. You guys are playing that real close to the chest. <laughs> I think it's funny. I think it's great. And the the director of the airport has been interviewed a couple times by local media. And it said, look, like we've tried denying it. We've tried accepting it and making tours so people can actually see. Uh, doesn't matter what you do. People are going to have their, their conspiracies. Um, so I think it's great that they're just kind of having fun with it. Well, that being said, I still think the airport's a little strange. still think there's some unanswered stuff going on. I think mostly that time camps capsule in the front is what freaks me out the most. Yeah, I don't know what's in there. Yeah. It cured all the world's problems. <laughs> There's a cure for cancer. It's going to be open, what, 2094? 2094. Well, it's 100 years later. Like, I don't think it's that weird. It's a time capsule. What's weird about it is the New World Air Commission. I, yeah, I guess, but like... We're going to open it up and it's going to be a slip of paper. We were Nazis. <laughs> but I don't think... I also think it would be great if it was just the Masons playing a prank and being like, I bet we can just throw this on here and people are going to freak out until 2094 and it won't be anything. Or people could have good intentions and try to do a sweet thing for history. What sweet thing? Yeah, what would be in there? I don't know. It's a time capsule. Just something from that time. Like, we're hungry to know what was really going on in the past. Or if we find, like, an heirloom, like, we're interested in it. And it's just the same thing. Like, at this time, at like, when this happened, when we built this airport, here's what was important. Or here's what we found important enough to lock away. And it could be, like, they could be trolling everyone. Or it could just be, like... Stuff to look back on. Like, here's what our original blueprint was. Mm-hmm. What have you done since then? Mm-hmm. Like, I think it'll be a golden record. It'll be uh, Katy Perry's firework. 
her uh, motivation when we're falling apart in 2094. It's not so much what's in there that freaks me out. It's just the fact that the, there was the New World Air Commission on it. Right, but like I don't think a normal, everyday person is going to look it up. I think they're going to be like, oh, it has to do with flight, so I'm not worried about it. Mm-hmm. So, I, like, I don't, I mean, I, that's kind of the whole theory behind Masons, though, is, like, nothing is just what it is. Everything has mm-hmm. underlying whatever. A purpose. Yeah. Meaning. But, I don't know. I, like, you, you have to be just skeptical in general, I think. And I mean, we're talking about a conspiracy theory, so I get it. But, like... I don't think a normal person would see the time capsule and be like, yeah, don't trust this thing. There's reptiles living underground. Reptilians? Okay. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I agree with you. I think that individually, there's a lot of strange... There, Like, if you just look at little minuscule things around the airport... There's some weird stuff. There's some weird coincidences, like the horse killing its creator. Um, little is a little strange for the artwork to be. Can I interrupt you about the horse creator? Because like they commissioned that before the dude died. Mm-hmm. So like, and like the 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 artist who originally started that piece of art, who knows if it finished the way that he wanted it started. You're saying who knows if it is finished the way that he wanted it started? Yeah. Well, so, it, like, it, one, it's so to me, it's not as creepy because they didn't commission an artist knowing that he was going to die and have it have, like, that creepy bit attached to it. But who knows if the horse was going to be as creepy as it ended up because we don't know what his original vision for the piece was. No, what I'm saying is that it's just, it's a, not that they planned for him to die from it. It's just that it was a weird coincidence that he died from it. Uh, Maybe he got too close? No, I don't think that's what happened. But I do think that it was completed to his original vision because it was family that did finish it. And it's they even said, like, basically he had all the parts finished. It just needed to be assembled. And that's how he ended up dying was during the assembly, the head fell off him and killed him. So I believe it was finished to his vision. It wasn't painted. Was the head the only thing painted or was the head? I thought the head was what he was painting. It wasn't finished painting, but because they did have um, car painters come in and finish yeah. finish painting mm. it. But I still think it was created to the way that he designed. Because if you think like you have, yeah, because you have um, the Denver Broncos, mm-hmm. and they're blue, and like it's just kind of the a theme for the Colorado. It's like a. Man. I don't have an issue with the horse, and I don't have an issue with the fact that it's blue. I have an issue with like. The fact there are veins printed on its rib cage. Oh, yeah, and, no. And, like, that the eyes glow. I mean, the eyes glowing red, I don't really care about that either. But, like... But I think I've seen that on some, like, wild horses especially, stuff like that. Some, I mean, not necessarily malnourished, but not, like... Well, okay, if you look at a race horse after a race, the ve- like, the, you could see that thing's veins. Yeah. But, like, it's very specific... Like, the whole horse is not veiny. It is specifically veiny on its ribcage. Yeah. We have a lot. I got a lot of questions. I got questions. What I was saying was, though, that I think if you look at each of these and you try to nitpick them as to what's weird about them, then you kind of build it up to something I don't think it is. And I don't think there actually is anything strange. I'm calling it. There's nothing weird about the Denver airport. I do think that, it, like, the fact that it's so big... And Denver's, sorry Denver, I don't think you're a nowhere place, but like, I don't know what, what I would go to Denver for. Like, where I live, LA, I know what I'd go to LA for. New York, I know what I'd go to New York for. Mm-hmm. Like, or sorry, JFK, I know what I'd go to JFK for. But no. like, I don't know what I'd, like... Was Denver the capital? That's why I asked the question about like, the traffic. Be, like... Well, you have... You have Atlanta, which is another huge. I think it's the, it's top four, I believe. And Atlanta's not like a. Atlanta is a great city. Don't get me wrong, Georgia listeners. But it's not a New York. It's not a L.A. Um, but I think that, and it that is one of the most trafficked airports in the country, um, because I think it's a good middle area as far as like distance to go international. It's a connector. Yeah. yeah. 
But and I think yeah. that Denver is also that way. So you've got L.A., which is quite a far ways away. So it makes sense that it's a good stop off. Like if you're coming from L.A., stopping in Denver, refuel, and then go. But on. I feel like that's more of an assumption. Like we know that Atlanta is a commuter airport or connector mm-hmm. airport. You're assuming that about Denver. You don't know that airport to be that. Like that's not something that's like you know to be true. You've that's- never been to the Atlanta airport. You've never been to the Denver airport, but you know that about Atlanta. You don't know that about Denver. That's fair. My coworker that I said usually I had like has been there a couple times, she said that that's like where almost all of her layovers have happened. It's At Denver? Denver. Mm-hmm. Where did she go though? She's been over to, um, she went to, not Hong Kong, but um, she went to Thailand last year. She's been over to Wisconsin. She went to uh, Iceland this year quite a few different places in the last year but but it's been not only within the states it's been international as well and she said that almost all of her layovers like like pretty much every time she's had at least one layover in denver and that was strange mm-hmm. but no it's just one person's account right um that's more than i have because i mean i've never been there i'm not experienced i've not seen the place yeah so is that is that a majority of the uh the the weird yeah that's that's the evidence for okay. for conspiracies with, with the Denver airport. Okay. Yeah, it's a strange one. I mean, I would... Yeah, I would say as far as, like, a collective picture... It makes it look kind of weird. I mean, when you break them all down into their own individual components. I mean, besides the fact that all of that art's done by the same person. The statues are strange. The mason work is strange. Having that big of an underground space is... Seems unnecessary, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it's for anything uh, unsavory. Dubious. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think it's one of those things that just it seems strange on the surface, but once mm-hmm. you start scratching just a little bit deeper, not even a lot at all, it kind of starts falling apart. That's cool. That's that's a lot I didn't know about Denver or the airport itself specifically. Mm-hmm. What's your final conclusions of the airport altogether, Cassandra? I don't understand why it has to be so big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is huge. That's the only weird thing to me. Like, a lot of my, like, yeah, that's weird comes from the size. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But everything else, I'm like, art can be super weird. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. There's been weird art in every airport I've seen. And they try and make, like, you know, it's cultural. It has to do with this. And I'm like, okay. It's always it's open to interpretation. still weird. Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell me about some of the art that you've seen? Because I've not, I've not flown, I've not been in other airports, yeah. so. <laughs> I can't think of like okay, like, the Sacramento airport has a giant red bunny rabbit, where like, from where you check in and get your boarding pass, and then before you go to security, um, and it's like as long as the escalator that takes you up to the shuttle, like it's huge. There's nothing like. As far as I know, Sacramento and rabbits, or hares, or whatever the heck it's supposed to be, like, there's no tie between the two as far as I know. Mm-hmm. It's just like hanging in the middle of it, too, right? Yeah. It's like dangling out in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's also, I think it's really pretty, but like, once you get out of um, security, there's like this giant, I don't want to say chandelier, but it is a light fixture, and it's huge, and it look it's it's got like twinkle lights, kind of. It's really pretty. So it looks like a budding, like a like a cherry blossom tree that's budding, but instead of buds, they're like lights. No. And they're kind of crystally looking, and it's pretty, but it, like, why is it in an airport? Um, like go be in like a bar or like a hotel would make more sense. Mm-hmm. Um. Random decor. Yeah, and I but I get like I do get like artists like if you want exposure at airport you're gonna get exposure so, yeah. like that I get. Um, Chicago's airport had a giant dinosaur skeleton. <laughs> um, I can't remember what kind of dinosaur hmm. right now. That kind of makes me mad. Um, 
but it's like, why are you here? <laughs> just seems a lot like, of like, <laughs> see him or something. Yeah, like it. That's what I, and I like when I traveled. So yeah, when I traveled abroad, I did, I was much younger. But I do remember like looking at art on the walls and just being like, "What is this?" And like reading the plaques, it was like culturally blah blah blah, but it still didn't make any sense. So maybe it's like, if you're a local, you get it type of thing. Mm -hmm. But I'm a local and I don't get the rabbit at Sacramento. So. No idea. Yeah. Yeah. So airports just has some strange chart commissions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the size. But the size is what is. Yeah, I just don't know why it's so big for a city that, like, yeah. Well, not just that big above ground, but, like, what they say is utilized space underground but like five times the size of that airport mm-hmm. underneath like what are you doing what that's when that i point? yeah i'm like is there imports or imports big because if you're if they're having like being like aircraft carriers that transport like goods yeah like if they're having those come in and like they're also like partway shipping things and like transporting things that way i'm like okay yeah you need a good baggage because if you're unloading cargo as opposed to just baggage that makes sense like but what would you be specifically bringing into like airport i mean i guess you could make it like a distribution yeah so yeah this just the size is the thing for me but denver airport you got a couple more things about you but nothing too sinister it seems I have to hop on one of those underground tours and yeah, take a cool. look. We didn't talk about the reptilians. And that's the thing that I was ready to rage on. Well, I think just with the large, like, people just kind of go, I don't want to say go wild, but speculate anything with when you have that much space underground. So they're saying, like, basically anything, any large organization that people don't trust could be under there. Like, if we're going there, we're going to take it all away. Yeah, and reptilians, that's going to have to be an episode. There's, I don't even, I don't, I don't know as much with reptilians, but there's a lot of stuff with that. It seems so... Dumb? Yeah, it's a name to me. You don't want to respect our reptilian overlords? No, because they don't <laughs> exist. No, thank you. I believe more, I would believe way, like... In a heartbeat, like, way quicker in something like the uh, than mm-hmm. some secret kind of government thing, as opposed to we got like different form walkers or something on here. I think that goes into like hand in hand with werewolves. I think there's a couple. I'm not sure. See, I'm gonna speak on something I don't know a lot about. So, but there's, I think there's kind of like matrixy type stuff that goes into reptilians mm. and they're the, all part of the program well there's pro like our world is kind of programmed like i think the moon is supposed to be a projection hmm. okay but then i've heard a couple different things i've heard like that they're aliens i've heard that they live in the center of the earth i've heard in the middle co- of the hollow earth yes in the middle of hollow earth hmm. oh, that Lord. also happens to be flat Hollow Earth and Flat Earth are just we're gonna we're gonna do that just so I can rant about Hollow Earth and Flat Earth because it is ridiculous and I'm saying it here and I don't care <laughs> it is the most ridiculous thing yeah I, don't, I, don't, I feel like that would just be us like blasting on those people so that's not I don't think that would be such a good idea oh. let's just we'll just say that we both neither none Why of us in this room believe both in Flat Earth realize that it's your podcast. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to do this episode, and, like, and I'm going to go, yeah. okay. I'm a blast. Go ahead. I'm not, and you know, I'm, I'm going to be objective. No, you're not. No, I'm, I'm going to be objective. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm coming with facts when it comes to ho- hollow earth and flat earth. Coming with just facts. Because what drives me crazy about that is, like, the only way that those work is basically you have to not believe in science, how it is. And if you don't believe that, there's not going to be any reason that I can give you to the contrary because you're just going to say that everything I say is a lie. Yeah. So it's going to drive me nuts. And that's why I hate flat earthers and – I don't hate you flat earthers. I don't agree with the idea of flat earth and hollow earth at all. 
Okay, we're going to have fun with that one, because if you're going to come with a bunch of facts about it not being, and I'm, and I'm not saying that I'm a flat earther at all, because I feel like that's baloney. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to look up some facts about, or facts about what, he air quoted facts. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what flat earthers say prove their point. That was, and we'll, uh, I like that idea. We'll go back and forth on it. I like it. I'm going to be on your side the entire time. Anyways, we're going to be this is what they say. No. No. You're allowed. You're allowed to have opinions. Yeah. Fun. Totally. Uh, so let me know when you do that so I can beef up on that too. For sure. That will not be in the super near future. No. But Jordan, do you, I think you have an idea for your next episode. Are you still up in the air with it? Or? Uh, I've been poking around, I think. Uh, you, you told me huh? that a couple of other... Up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he says it because I've... I've he told me that there's been a couple other podcasts on it, and I'm trying. We're trying not to be something that's been heard everywhere, but um, I, I only say that because I know it's our podcast. But I'm just saying, there's some things that we like. I did an episode on werewolves. There's a thousand episodes out there on yeah. other shows for werewolves. It's just something fun that we like to talk about and people like to hear. So yeah, um, but I'm thinking of doing Amelia Earhart. Okay. Okay. Pretty, pretty sure I'm going to do Amelia Earhart. Uh, and her disappearance and all of the speculation around uh, her and that flight and maybe being a spy potentially <laughs> and some other fun stuff that was tied up into into her uh, her flight. Her I've heard there's flight. some updates on that, but I don't know what they are yet. So I'm looking forward to, to learning a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fun. I'm thinking that'll be that'll be next time. Cool, cool. All right. So I guess now we get into a little bit of the house cleaning. So if you would like to reach us right now, the easiest way is to shoot us an email, and that's creepycampfirepodcast at gmail.com. Cassandra has been so kind and gracious to take up our social media campaign because Jordan's planning a wedding and I'm bad at it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm really <laughs> bad at it too. I'm just, I'm just going to say that. So stay tuned. I will give more details, or the boys will give more details once that's up and running in case those come up by the time this episode gets published i'll i'll put the links in the show notes so if you are interested in following us on the socials the socials <laughs> check the show notes for this episode and each coming and we'll we'll have them included as soon as they come up you're gonna post some of those pictures and stuff like that yeah we'll have pictures of us pictures of silly stuff and articles and teasers for episodes and all kinds of stuff so we're going to try to make it a fun community that way. Ooh, okay. Idea for the social media. Okay, you guys can listen in on this. I'm just saying, spitballing here. What we're going to do is we're going to post a picture of that horse, of Lucifer, on there, alluding to it this episode. It is a pretty badass name. Lucifer, it is. <laughs> and then we're going to put, immediately oh! after that, we're going to put a picture of our horse. On, I think. On the, on the oh, yeah, team. no, that's got to happen. I think that. that's a great plan. Yeah, yeah. We'll do that. So we're just going to have some fun with it. We want you guys to come in and have fun with it, too. Um, so those are up. We've got the next episode kind of teased a little yeah. bit. Uh, we just want to thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. We're Our numbers are staying steady. Um, reaching a few places that we haven't done before, a few new states, a few new countries. Yeah, and we just can't tell you how cool we think it is that we're essentially – global now i mean we're we're getting into some new countries france germany uh thailand philippines is showing us love down there in jamaica they're showing us love um we're in almost every state now and we just can't tell you how cool we think it is we didn't expect to be reaching out as far as we are this soon um so we just want to really keep that going please um like share subscribe leave those reviews too that's the really that's a huge thing on iTunes where that's how you'll pop up on all these lists is leaving these reviews. So if you could just take a couple seconds, leave that review. We told you how easy it is now for you to subscribe to the podcast, nah, to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. Um, so yeah, keep that word of mouth going. We really appreciate it. So Cassandra, take us out. Until next time, listeners. Stay toasty.